friends, Podnam. I am. Shit. All right. Well, let me get on Friendster and find some friends. Friendster is a defunct social media outlet. Damn it. Podnam. How else am I going to get friends? I don't know. Well, you still got your friend Padru over here. Oh, yeah. Here. You're my friend. Hey, Padru. How are you? I am just fine and dandy. Mm-hmm. And the reason is because, yet again, we get to talk about Game of Thrones, Season 5, this yep. time, Episode 7. Oh, my God, we're already seven-tenths of the way through the season. That's almost depressing, Pod, now. Seven-tenths. Seven oh, okay. So 30% left. Now, well, this episode is called The Gift. Yeah. And, uh, Gets in the Curse by Jay-Z. <laughs> that was the full title, but yeah. they cut that off. They're like, this Jay-Z stuff, it's not really fitting in with the rest of the plot. <laughs> Your first, boy. They had Jay-Z in the jail cell with the sense and they everyone first. They're like, uh, let's just show Tits instead. Get yeah. him out of here. And he was like, baby, baby Quill. <laughs> and it really, it wasn't really meshed. <laughs> no, it did not. Well, our gift... For you, the listener, is we're going to regale you with our thoughts on the episode and recap it. Recap it or recap it? Oh. Both? Uh, both. Yeah, both. Yeah, let's wreak some havoc on these thrones. Wreaking havoc, yeah, that's always implied. What I actually said was recap it, but okay. I, I see the confusion. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I slur my words with drinking too much Dornish Red. Yeah, you're really, uh, that's a lot of red bubbles you got there, too. Luckily for me, no one's here to stop me from drinking I'm not getting locked up anytime soon or anything like that. You're not getting so I won't be going through a withdrawal like some characters might be. Although Tyrion handled his pretty well, it seems. But so Tyrion knows when to step up and uh, get dirty, so to say, as a la Christina Aguilera. Get dirty? Yeah. And Redman. Forgot, I almost forgot about Redman. Well, should we start with the Tyrion plotline, even though it was more toward the end of the episode, since we mentioned him already? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, here's what I'm going to call these guys. So, it's Tyrion and Jorah have been a team for a couple episodes now. I just say we move to just refer them more simply as... I was going to say Team Jorian. Jorian. Or is there a better one? Tyra. Jorian. I like Jorian. Tyro. Tyra. 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 I like Tyra. Tyra's better. (laughs) Maybe if they get a third member of the team... Uh, that guy from the Bank of Bravos that was in last season, they bring him into the mix, there'll be Tyra Banks. There you go. Now we're cooking with guests. Then, then, then we really have to put on a game of show for America's Next Stop. <laughs> but I guess free, uh, Freedom Fighter? Is, is that where they are now? No, there's no slaves anymore. There, right? Well, there's no slaves except Mr. Echo clearly sold them off at a slave market. Mm-hmm. Maybe they weren't in Marie and uh, the city proper when he did that. But uh, So he, he sells uh, Jorah off. And did you did you hear the credits he got, the credits I guess that he gave Jorah here for why they should buy him? What why Tyrion said he should be bought? No, or no, uh, the Mr. Echo guy, you know that actor. Oh, at a BC whatever. He was selling Jorah, and he was saying like this is a guy from Westeros, all this. Oh, he killed Khal Drago. He said he killed Khal Drago. He's I'm, embellishing. He also said that maybe I'm just average casual viewers of the show might not have picked up on this, but a haughty book reader like myself picked up on this one. I guess it's a good time to reiterate if you're just listening or, or watching for the first time. Uh, I don't know I'm, why you'd be listening to this podcast, but yeah. Well, no, because maybe they're yeah. like, oh, I watched The Gift. I want to 
I want to check out someone's thoughts on it. Let me click here. They want to know what's going on. No, I'm not spoiling anything. As I always say, it's hard to do it at this point anyway. Mm -hmm. But even reading the books, um, I know maybe a little more background on the world than you do, Patnam. Yeah. So I'm just resetting up that dynamic, restating it. it. All slam dunk. All that to say, before he said that he killed Khal Drago, he also said something about him um, battling on the island of Spike, which... Really, he meant to say the real one is Pike, which where the Greyjoys are from. Mm. It was a reference to the Greyjoy Rebellion, and he says Jorah was the first one through with a flaming sword and killed 50 men. Now, really, who did that? I don't know if he killed 50 men, but the guy who came through there with the flaming sword was actually Thoros of Mir, a character we've seen before, although not in a couple of years. Mm. I, don't, I don't remember. Do you remember that is the priest who brings the other guy back to life? The oh, Red Priest, right. that guy. Mm. That's the actual guy who did that stuff on, on Pike and that the Slave Master is saying. No, I just thought that was pretty interesting. Probably no one cares but myself. Enam's bored, he's looking at his phone. So they get sold and, and Tyrion goes along with him. He convinces them. How does Tyrion convince the guy to, t- to buy him to? He said, we're a combo package. And then he uh, drop kicks uh, and like uh, drops an elbow on this weak slave owner apparently yeah I don't think that guy was owner he was kind he's of a pirate a slave. He's the, a pirate, lackey. the pirate lackey pirate lackey yeah he got that was pretty funny I thought he got the shit kicked out he definitely he even did a roundhouse kick I've never seen a a vertically challenged or vertically un- person a midget of some sort basically yeah back, backpedal that way yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> basically just drop kick a, round, a roundhouse kick and then stare at the audience as like a wrestling movie like oh uh, yeah and then no one clapped for him though except for uh, Mr. Echo yeah he, he was amused the guy was mildly amused he's like alright it was kind of funny I'll buy him too and Tyrion's like Oh, we should be. We're going to Marine. We need to be freedmen. It's like gives him like one coin. He's like, all right, there's your pay. That'll last you for the rest of your life. But maybe not. Maybe they will survive. Because what happens later? They go to the, I guess the preliminaries for the fighting pits. This is the. Uh, I would say this is like the round of sixty four, or maybe sixty eight. Maybe. maybe even just to get into the round of yeah. sixty. This yeah. is like yeah. Yeah, this is like the, the big East tournament or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, the big least tournament, and uh, this slave master guy—I don't think he was not expecting to see the queen in attendance. He looked quite, quite shook by that, and he's trying to get his people in order. Yeah, yeah. And she was not really interested in viewing this spectacle, which is kind of, <laughs> which is really weird because she's like, it's like, oh, this is so bloody and. Awful, but she burned someone to Chris. Yeah, it seems like she only likes violence when she is a perpetrator, right. or at least she orders it being very hypocritical. By she doesn't really seem amused by these kind of so-called slit free men or whatever they are right. fighting. Uh, clearly, still slaves, but uh, just fighting each other poorly. She did like when Jorah came out though. Before she realized it was him, she was really perky. Yeah. He came out and, and was doing more Batman-style stuff, where he doesn't kill him, but kind of just knocks yeah. him out. Yeah. And she seemed to be liking that until he whipped off the mask or the helmet. Get him out of my sight. But and but Tyrion's still in the back, chained up, and he's trying to get loose. And who's this guy that came and knocked him loose? I don't know. He looked like a hacksaw, Jim Duggan, WWE wrestler, just. Uh, Took a, instead of a, a two by four, he took a whole axe, and I thought he was gonna. Um, everyone, based on that swing, looked like he was gonna chop Tyrion in half. But then 
He freed. That's what Tyrion. Tyrion. Yeah, he was no, liberated. He's like, oh, thanks, dude. He was liberated. Um, so Tyrion's out of jail for now, at least. Um, yeah. His. We'll talk about it at the end, but. His other two siblings are currently... By the way, I just want to say this right now. Let's see. Let's, Tyrion's still basically in captivity. Tywin Lannister, such a bad father that as soon as he's out of the picture... Well, does that make him a bad father or a good father in that he was able... Basically, the point I'm trying to make is all three of Tywin's children, all currently locked, as of the end of this episode, all in custody, all in jail, basically. <laughs> does that make Tywin just the worst father ever? Or... Is, was he, at least when he was living, he was able to keep his kids in line? or what, what No, I mean, he basically he pushed his kids uh, far apart. One, one of them wanted to, uh, thought she was in the number one child syndrome, you know, or seriously, where she had everything made up. But no matter what, uh, Tywin still wanted to push, like, this marriage on her, and she really hated that. She was even going to go tell the media that she was sleeping with her brother, but she, she didn't get that chance because obviously Tywin got killed, so yeah, 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 so, I mean, uh, when it comes down to it, I think, I don't think he's a bad father, I think. Oh, you don't think Tywin was a bad no, father? No, I think he's a horrible father. Based on his tradition and custom, it's just like any conservative father, like, this is the, this is the way we roll, you know, this is what we do, no matter what, you have to stick to the plan, and now the plan has fell apart, so obviously... All these guys don't know what to do because they've been told what to do with their whole They all got... They've all been uh, incarcerated. Yeah, their decisions are making them get into these situations. Like, seriously, made a decision to hire, you know... All right, well, let's get into Cersei. Let's finish up with this plotline. Oh, well, we we probably should backtrack away from Team Jorian for a second and get back to... Wait, so we have Team Jorian, or wait, do we want to call him Team Tyra? Team Tyra. Team Tyra. Uh, we have team, what I'm going to call team Hisdan, that's Hisdar and Danny. They're the, they're the ones who showed up. But before team Hisdan showed up at the preliminary round, she was a bed with old Dario. Super Dario. He, uh, he was giving her the pipe, but when he finished that, he had a little uh, advice for her. What, what was that advice about what to do with, with the um, her enemies? Uh, kill just a few of them, or how many of them? Kill them all. Kill them all. Kill them all. He said, basically, basically it seemed to me like he was almost trying to set up, like, an SO-style Red Wedding, where, like, Walter Frey had them, Starks and everyone come in a wedding, and then, you know, bait and switch them, killed them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dario saying, like, bait and switch them with the fighting games, the great games, just invite them all there and then kill them there. What do you think about that parallel? Is that about accurate? Yeah, I, I mean... Then do you think she should take his advice? Second, second well, With that body, yeah, definitely. Dario's a good-looking dude, so... Uh, he's, got, he's got an ass on him. Yeah, he's got... He likes that thing. He's got good facial hair, too, very trimmed. Very, Meanwhile, uh, Danny is pulling the, uh, the move right out of, like, a sitcom where... Getting up out of bed after doing it and has like the blankets, pillows all pulled right up covering her. Because the actress doesn't do new scenes apparently anymore, right? Yeah, which is fine. That's her prerogative. And I, it's like if I want to see her naked, I'll just roll back to season one. But I wish the director would. I wish the director would just stage it a little bit. Just show her face or whatever. Don't give me this like this fake bullshit pun covers up. Whatever. That's my opinion. But do you do think she should take that advice or not? I think, uh, she, I mean, right now she doesn't really have a lot of good advice, but, you know, obviously this is things that we have to 
uh, she has to decide uh, by herself. She's kind of like she's similar in where Cersei was in her power, right? Not knowing where to go with her decisions, so she's basically just rolling with the punches. So she might she might end up doing something like that. I think. Okay, well, you said she is not getting a lot of good advice right now, but is that about to change? Because Jar the Explorer is back. Maybe she won't listen to him, but. His gift to her was our boy Tyrion. I'm the gift, Your Grace. It's a pleasure to meet you. Yeah, he's a cock. He's a, and, he's a product of a cock merchant. And we know he's yeah. Well, the cock merchants are going hungry now because they didn't get him. But <laughs> son of a bitch. I guess I, it seemed to me like uh, that uh, uh, Mr. Echo should have been like. I thought he would have keep Tyrion. I know it's contrivance for the story, but right, right. It seemed, well, anyway, you think uh, Danny's gonna be? Getting Tyrion back on her side. Is she going to kill him because he's Lannister? Or is she going to listen to him? Is she going to make him the court jester? What's going to happen? Or just because he's small, he's got to be the comedian? Well, he is already a comedian. That's, that's happened in this that's one. That's true, but he's smarter than anyone else that's probably there. Well, I mean, from what we've seen of the characters, I think uh, she's definitely going to listen to both of them because why else would they just end the scene and no one die, huh? Yeah. yeah. If you Did you watch the preview for next mm-hmm. week's? Um, I don't read books. You don't yeah, like to be spoiled on the preview. I won't, say any, I won't say anything then, but yeah. they're going to be in the next one, so we'll, hopefully we'll get our answers a little Son bit. of a bitch! Now I can't even watch it. Uh, and then just the last thing about this whole Marine thing, I just want to shout out that Slave Master guy again. Uh, not Mr. Echo, he's good too, but the guy who bought them, I thought this actor was pretty good. He was amusing me. Like I liked his little pep talk to the fighters before they go out. Like You guys are all completely worthless lives, but you can do one good thing and give the queen like a great game here. Right. He's giving like a, a football pep talk, but it's for, for these fighting pets. I liked it. And I liked when he saw Danny was there. I liked how he got shook up. Yeah. Good actor. All right. Uh, where should we head to next? Um, what do you think? Should we talk about... Sad Sansa, and uh, what's going on over at Winterfell? Well, this is, uh, I think this is something that every single fan of the series uh, and the show is most interested in right now, just because the most evil character is in Winterfell right now, Mm -hmm. and Ramsay Bolton, so... uh, Oh, I thought you were going to say that old woman... That old woman, she says she got taken care of. She got taken She's not that well. She's still technically there. But. Yeah, yeah. She, I mean, she, she still remembers uh, the North, yeah. but that's why she got deaded. Well, yeah, so Sansa has been still getting abused by Ramsay, obviously. She's basically locked in her room. Reek is basically, I guess, the only one that comes in besides Ramsay, so she has to try to appeal to him. How does she try to go about it? She, she says, I don't care what you did my, for my family. I need you to help me. He's going, uh, and then Reeks just give him, give him, giving her straight advice. Like, listen, don't, don't, don't make it worse. Don't, don't it fuck it always, up. It could always get worse. It could really get worse. You don't know this guy like I do. He's and the, she's like, "What did he do to you?" And he won't tell her. But then she's like, "Yeah, you're Theon of this islands, the heir to this, whatever you can do. Go light my candle for me." So it looks like he's gonna go do it. But mm. another bait and switch. They basically, this was like a directorial trick where they show him going outside with the candle. They show that broken tower where the signal's supposed to go. Then they show him walking up the stairs of a tower, but... It's not the same tower. Nope, it's old Ramsey's headquarters. Where he's doing a lot of paperwork. Yeah, he's he's at the desk, he's working late, he's burning the midnight oil. He's like, ah, I gotta move. Oh, this this engagement came up. Now I gotta move this flang to Tuesday. Damn it, I wanted to get that. You gotta tell reception to put 
push it, push it. Oh, okay. Down. What's up, Rick? What are you yeah. doing here? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he susses out that plant, and then they show a shot of Brienne just staring at the tower, like, mm-hmm. hmm, I wonder when this candle is gonna get lit. Yeah, she's uh, she's waiting for that candle. Um, so she had a non-speaking role, two-second scene in this one. Hey, she gets paid. Her and Padraig, he was there just briefly too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, we, it's good to know that she's still keep, standing. Keep getting them checks, uh, <laughs> Gwendolyn and Christie. Yeah. Um, so then, uh, later, Ramsey lets Sansa go outside for a bit, and they're up on what do you call like the battlements, I guess, or whatever you call the top of the castle. Yeah. And uh, did you see what? It, there was a quick cutaway scene, real quick, where Sansa did something. Did you catch this? She grabbed a little... Uh, she grabbed something. Yeah. What do you think that thing was? I can't really tell. It was a nail filer. A nail filer. Mm-hmm. She's going to file it right <laughs> <Yeah>. now. <laughs> now, unlike some of the other people in this episode, her prison cell is, is a bedroom. It doesn't really have uh, metal bars. So. Right, right. So she had to take care of her, do a little manicure action first. Because of that woman that was helping her, she's dead. Oh, that was her previous manicure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Ramsey's like, I can bring my girl Miranda in here to do the nails. No, I'll pass on no, that. No, I don't. Uh, so, no, I don't know. It looked like it was some kind of... Something to uh, kill. Keg opener or something. Yeah. But I, it yeah. seems like this will come up. Chekhov's whatever object. Mm-hmm. Ramsey's like, giving her all this talk. Like, Stannis is out there in the storm... He's a southerner. We northerners can hold on. We're used to fighting like this. Mm-hmm. And we see later that he really is in that storm. But she's she gets a couple digs on on old Ramsey, saying you're just a bastard. You're, you're a bastard. Your dad's wife's pregnant. Yeah. He'll replace you with a son. Yeah. Uh, he's like I was legitimized by King Tommen. She's like, oh, that's bastard number two. <laughs> no, oh, you guys are bastards. I was like, Sans, what are you? T- don't tell this shit to him. He's crazy. He's gonna. But he uh, he turns it up again on her real quick. Well, first he mentions a third bastard mm-hmm. who stands us a little more close to. Who is that? Her boy, Johnny. Her Johnny, bro, bro, Johnny uh, Baratheon Stark. She did not uh, realize that. Wait, Baratheon? Yeah, I'm not Baratheon. Targaryen. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Presumably, but I guess that would still make him a bastard. Um. Even though he's just not the bastard. Yeah, Ned. Targaryen and uh, Ned Stark actually had a child together. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> Ned, uh, oh, it is. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. No wonder they're keeping that a secret. <laughs> um, the worst thing to do is come home to your wife with a, with a child. But that also, you had from a man. <laughs> from another man. <laughs> so kind of Arnold, uh, yeah. Arnold in uh, that movie situation. What movie Junior? is that? Junior. Junior. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm just picturing Ned Stark <laughs> as the cover of like the, the poster for the movie Junior, where it's Sean Bean's head instead of Arnold. There you go. Uh, yeah, it could be it could be a good spin spin off movie. Who knows? Okay. Um, well, and maybe that old lady in Winterfell gave birth to uh, to. Uh, well, all right. So the old lady has been a flayed. Mm-hmm. So how do we know? I mean, I guess I didn't quite wasn't quite sure because Rick didn't seem to know that that he, she didn't tell him that was the woman. So how did Ramsey find out it was her? I guess just process of elimination. She was one of the only people to see Sansa or something. How do you know that was the woman? But do you think? I mean, she's the only one. Yeah, probably. On uh, deduction logic, right? Yeah, the only person that would. Uh, or someone else snitched on her or something. Yeah. But uh, she didn't give up anything about it, so he doesn't know about Bran still, because he said her heart gave out before it even got to her face. And then, so, 
Is Brienne just going to keep waiting for this candle that's never going to come, or is she going to take out? Is she going to, you know, you'd think she'd be able to even see this flayed old woman up there. Brienne's going to have to make a choice between old Brienne and new Brienne um, soon, because her, she, she also has a, a kill list, and on that kill list is a person that's marching towards the north. Mm. Now, should we mention him then? Yes, so Stannis Baratheon, and he, he's going to probably need Brienne to help. Uh, to, for her to go in during that time uh, and she may have to be forced with a decision to uh, honor uh, a lady that died under her watch or a, uh, or a friend that died under her watch so true yeah and I don't know it's what you do it's like it's like that detective that's been working on the, the case that's right in front of him but still that serial murderer for 20 years has been getting away for a while you know the Zodiac um, um, what a shit uh, an ideal world for Brianna is she like Gets like one of those riding lances, gets on the horse, has Stannis, Roos, and Ramsey just lined up all in a row, and just shish kebabs all of them. Well, she has the best sword, too. Uh, well, that's true. Yeah, which is. I don't think it can reach through three men, but yeah, she can. Eh, well, hopefully we get to test it out. Yeah, let's see. I'm intrigued. So uh, Davos is, is assessing the, uh, the damages of the camp. Yeah, and uh, he he's like giving Stannis all the bad news. All these horses died. All five hundred cell swords rode off. Abandoned the cause. He's like, uh, let's call it. Let's call this one. Let's head back to old Castle Black. Um, let's do a li- let's do a uh, next winter or next summer. Yeah, it's and like you know I'm really tired, man. Come on, I mean let's uh, let's not kill, stop killing horses and and other men right now. We're, we're pretty hungry. But Stannis is saying no dice. We're doing it now or never. We ride to victory or defeat. He says winter is coming. Those aren't just the stark words. It's the truth. Uh, we yeah. winter in winter fell or we die trying. Yeah. It's like and, 50 uh, cent. Get rich or die trying. Yeah. And then the last part of this scene is so Davos leaves. Mel is, is talking to him. Stannis looks like he's trying to get busy with Mel. But then she's like now we need your daughter. We need uh, we need that that king's blood for mm. you to be victorious over these Boltons. Mm. Stannis is not hearing it right now. His sons are packing, but what, what does he need the blood? He needs to kill his daughter, or what? That's the implication, I would imagine. Yeah. Remember, they had Gendry doing the leech blood, but then she really wanted to kill him to execute, you know, um, sacrifice him. But Davos had him escape. It seems like maybe they're setting up the same sort of thing, but. This time it seems like Stannis won't let it happen. The camera did linger on him after she left. It looked like he was contemplating it. Given what we know, I don't think he will go through with it. But what does this mean? It's probably going to mean something bad for Stannis now. Like It seems like he's probably going to like not sacrifice his daughter, but then he's going to lose to the Boltons or die or something. Right. And if he were to listen to Melisandre, he would have won. But his daughter would be dead. I don't know. It seems like a bad situation. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to come to build up with all the storylines that started off at uh, at Castle Black. There will intertwine it uh, towards this war that will happen, and uh, I'm pretty sure we'll see definitely an epic battle. But uh, some of the storylines will cross, like Brienne, like I mentioned before, and also Jon Snow um, and the Wildlings. So, all right, all right. So, shall we go back up or stay up north? I don't know if I'm ready for uh, you know staying in this long winter weather right now. So. Hey, winter just started. I think it's, it's been up. coming. It's been coming for years, and it's finally come. Well, I mean, like. apparently it has started. But can you tell me why I've been sweating my balls off all day in the in uh, in uh, the Mister Irrelevant slash Brooklyn Rebound Studios? 
Oh, well, uh, Padnam, we're actually, um, it's currently uh, like spring, summer right now here in New York where our studio is. Mm-hmm. We're not in the world of Game of Thrones where winter has come. You realize we're not really in that world, right? right. Wait, what? I thought every time we do this uh, recap, we are easily inside the world that is Narnia. I mean, Game of Thrones. I mean, Lord of the Rings. I mean, Star Wars, right? It sounds like you're a little confused. Let's just move on and talk about... Okay, well, all right. Now, don't look at me like that. We're in the world. We're, we're in the world of okay, Narnia. Good, 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 so good. we're in Narnia. We're yeah. at Castle Black. Yeah. And uh, Jon Snow, he's peacing out. With uh, Unchained's Torment again. He put him back in chains after he unchained him that one episode. And then he re-unchained, re-Torment it's Unchained. It's not a word. work. Those chains look heavy. Not yeah. just for him to carry, but yeah. for, for someone to take off. You know, <laughs> that, that horse that Torment sat on is like, don't tell me about things that are heavy. It, that horse looked like it was going to sink into the ground with that big guy. I would think so. Yeah. Uh, with Tony, but... Uh, our old friend Alistair is, of course, not happy about it. He tells John. John's like, yep. Duly noted. Mm-hmm. Peace. Mm-hmm. Uh, all that other... The kid is still looking pissed. Uh, so that's probably going to be trouble for John. He looks like... he got a real stank face right there. He does. Yeah, he's he, done wild he, he's, <laughs> he's really, really upset. The wrestling bitch face actually affected him the most, maybe, um, than any other character so far this season, I would say. Usually Cersei, but I think he's competing for that Cer- time. Well, yeah, Cersei got... <laughs> she made a couple of different faces in this She's been smiling. She's been smiling, yeah. Who gets it? Uh, so, Sam gives before... Uh, Sam gives John a going-away gift, which uh, is from that dragon glass, so... I feel like this means... <laughs> sweet, sweet dragon glass. I feel like the White Walkers will definitely be making a reappearance wherever John goes, or else why would they throw this part in? Oh, no, it's just, for, like, to remember him by. Yeah, you know, and they like, talked about it with Stan. Sam's going to miss him so. dearly, so it's yeah. almost like a, a, a romantic gift that well, was given. Well, yeah, well, I mean, Sam was in trouble this up, so it might have been their last meeting. Um, it still could be, and John will probably get in trouble up there, but uh, they, him and Gilly are showing the baby off to old Maester Eamon. Eamon. And he says, get himself Gilly Flower before it's too late. What Gilly does he mean? Flower. That's what he calls Gilly, I guess. Mm-hmm. What, what does he mean by get him south? Obviously, take the baby south. But is it just because it's dangerous there with the Night's Watch people? Or is there something more? White Walkers. That's what I was thinking as well. He was talking to the dead mm-hmm. while he's dying. You know how that works. Yeah. When well, people go on their deathbed, they have powers. Well, he literally was talking. So first he says the baby reminds him of his brother, Egg. Which what he called his brother Aegon. Aegon. And then he really seemed to think he was really, t- when he was getting more, you know, closer to death. Right. He seemed like he really was talking to, he thought he was talking to his brother, actually. I think uh, he was definitely having some kind of hallucination of some sorts, but mm. it's all about that baby. You don't want babies in the street. They could peddle crack. They could, uh, they could be out in D.C. Uh, waiting to get in the club. You don't want babies out there by themselves, you know? That's the main concern. That's what he, I think he was referring to. The warning to get him south where there's none of these nightclubs to get. <laughs> um, then he had, all right, so right before he dies, he has a line that was pretty sad, I thought, where he says, Egg, I dreamed that I was old. Egg. That's his brother. Yeah. I dreamed I was old, he says. He dreamed that he was old. It's messed up. Yeah. 
That he was old or Ag was old? That he was old. Well, he's he older brother. He's, I know, but he's basically what it seems like he doesn't realize he is an old man. He he thinks he's like having a dream that he's an old man when he really, you know, do you understand? So you're saying... You're looking very blank right now. <laughs> like we're still in Narnia. Well, I mean, he is old. That's what I'm saying. Like, but yeah, that's why it's so sick. It's reverted he's dying. To he thinks he's like uh, young still, but he's really a hundred year old man. I think it, I'd rather... Oh, I thought it was. I think... I, I think Feeling old and frail dying um, is probably worse than feeling like young and going out with a bang like that. Maybe he was. <laughs> I guess. Well, this is like the first. Uh, is this the first natural causes death ever on Game of Thrones? It's gotta be right. I would say so. Yeah. Uh, I can't think of another one. Most of them have been either dragon, torch, uh, kill. Most people don't make it to be an old person. And uh, if they do, they still get a bad death. Like the old maester from Winterfell got stabbed to death. Mm-hmm. Even Carl um, Carl Jr. got shot by a hunter. Oh wait, no, sorry. <laughs> I'm just I'm just in so many different parallel universes right now. I don't even know what that was. was that a, a, Walking, a Walking Dead one? Yeah, yeah. Carl doesn't even make sense because <laughs> Carl's not an old man. God, you know, I'm get it together. Well, I know. I bet I know where this is gonna go. But I have a quick. Quick quiz for you um, regarding these Targaryens. Do you understand anything about which, where in the Targaryen line Maester Aemon is or was, I guess I should say. He was the rightful heir to the king. And his brother, yeah. who his brother was. His brother was a mad king. No. His dad was a mad king. No. His, uh... The mad king was the son of his brother, who he calls Egg. Okay. And he was the older brother of Egg, but he wanted to be a maester, so he abdicated the throne and let Egg. Aegon be a king. He obviously had a son, which became the Mad King. The Mad King had a daughter, which became Daenerys. So that's where. So Aegon is Daenerys's was Daenerys's great uncle. Mm. So wait, I thought he was banished to the Wall. I th- here's what I think it was. He he became a, he was a maester already before. He would have did he get a certification online as well? He did, he got online and didn't, no, I think those Targaryens are rich, so he didn't need Phoenix online. He, he, had, a, he had a Harvard education. He had a Harvard um, professor come to him. And, yeah, okay. And but but so he was already a maester when he could have been king. I think they offered him to be king, even though he was a maester and really shouldn't be. He didn't accept. But after they did pass him over, they're like, "Well, he's just Targaryen. He could still cause trouble potentially with things. Let's just get him as far away as possible." That's why I put them all, all the way up at the wall. That's my mm. assumption, at least. I don't know if I'm getting that. Part of that might be from the book. I don't remember, but I think that's the case. Does you, that make sense? Do you think that, most importantly, when you, when you said that, does this make sense? Do you think that dinosaurs could climb the wall? Like dinosaurs from Jurassic World? Um, not T-Rexes, because their arms would be tiny. Mm-hmm. Do you think they existed at any point? I mean, there's dragons, right? There's dragons, there's giants, mammoths. I don't think there were the right time period because if there's mammoths, th- those didn't coincide with dinosaurs. So we missed them. We just I missed, think we missed them. I think if we did a flashback episode for like be a couple thousand years ago, yeah. dinos in there. So, Eamon's dead. At the funeral, um, Alistair has some pretty poor tact for a funeral when they're burning the body. He straight up tells Sam, mm-hmm. you're losing all your friends. Yeah, he, he, was, he was saying you're being defriended by a lot of people here. You better get your Facebook game on. That was a tough defriend. Like, normally, <laughs> Mr. Raymond, if you don't want to be friends with Sam anymore, just hit the defriend button or whatever, unfriend. You don't have to die. He entered the world. <laughs> uh, okay, well, so later, now that 
Eamon's gone and Johnny Snow is his boyfriend Jon Snow is not there to protect him mm-hmm. the, some some brutes go for Gilly Gilly they're like I heard what our boy Ramsey was doing a bit down south that sounds like fun Go- Chef Gordon Ramsay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it really should be Chef Bobby Flay with what Ramsay likes to do, but... Uh, maybe he's, he's picking up some cooking techniques either yeah. or, right? Well, uh, Sam comes in to put a stop to it and gets the shit kicked out of him. Mm. Mm. He takes a beating. He still gets up, but who comes in to save the day? Oh, it was uh, my boy, uh, Kevin Ali of the Yukon Huskies. <laughs> he, he, was there, he was there, head coach of uh, your national former defending champion. Uh, he was just there barking up a storm. Yeah, I just got the image in my head now. Kevin Ali, like, <laughs> on the sideline, wearing, like, a, a husky, like, hat. Like, I'll put a dog hat on him. <laughs> you should try that next year. He's still going to be there. Uh, no, it's Ghost, who didn't go with John, apparently, which seems foolish for John, but good thing he stayed to help. Gilly and Sam. Yeah, we call him G-Host Dog, right? The G-Host Dog, not mm-hmm. to be confused with our friend G-Host Joe. Joe. Uh, he didn't come in this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, yeah, so go save the day. And then uh, Sam finally gets him some. Oh, yeah. Sam got him some. I mean, that's what you have to do. You either have to lay down or lay down, right? And he, he got both lay downs where he got the absolute beating of his lifetime, probably. Um, it, yeah. it looked like his nose was broken. Oh, I feel like his dad probably beat him up, too, or something. Not like that. Not, your, yeah, probably not that bad. Not that bad, no. Maybe some schoolyard bullies back in the reach. But, uh, yeah, so did you buy that Gilly was hot for Sam in this moment and wanted to bone him? Or was it more of like a pity boning because he got beat up so bad? You mean sympathy bone? Was it a sympathy bone or was it a I really love like you all this time, Sam. I want to take our relationship to the next level. I think she was into... Despite your oath. I think she was into the guys that were proposing to her, uh, propositioning her beforehand. She was really into the, getting excited. And then... Uh, Going down <laughs> dangerous territory here, Bob. No. <laughs> dangerous territory. <laughs> and then... Uh, and then she... Re- You're on a John Snow mission right now in this territory. <laughs> trying to say she was into those dudes we're doing too. I mean, I do know nothing, so... Yeah. <laughs> what, what What is really safe? But... No, maybe she she got some scared. Uh, she's never had a, a consensual, uh, I guess, maybe uh, sexual experience. Not uh, in the traditional sense. No, of, no, no. Considering uh, her father was her uh, also her husband, mm-hmm. father, husband. Mm-hmm. And all the other boys around there were dead. So. <laughs> yeah, were dead or given to uh, the White Walkers. <laughs> right, right. So she wasn't going to be hooking up with any White Walkers anytime soon. Um, so the next best thing from a White Walker, her, her father... Uh, is Sam. I don't know. I mean, that's probably insulting Sam on so many levels, but honestly, that's the truth, right? Yeah. But that didn't really answer my question, I guess. Did Was she was she hot for Sam? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, she got aroused. I mean, she got scared. Scared can be... Oh, I guess you did answer Yeah, that. fear, excitement. Okay. Yeah. So you're saying that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm leaning that way as well. Yeah. But hard to tell. And does... I guess it doesn't technically break his vows, like he said in that episode last year. It just says we can't father no children. It doesn't say... Anything about? Eh, 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 eh. Do you think that? Also, I want to ask you a question. Um, yes. Do you think that Sam, if Sam was on the Bachelor version of Game of Thrones and Gilly was the Bachelorette, our Bachelorette, right? Would Bill, would Gilly choose Sam based on his comedy or his courage? Because apparently Amy Schumer was on the Bachelorette and she was really 
killing it with all these guys and they're into her and her comedy, but I'm just trying to get a connection here. But not her courage. Um, she wasn't really courageous. <laughs> no, exactly. Um, yeah. Well, okay, I thought you were going to set up some contestants to be with Sam. No, 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 no. I mean, right. it's direct, the direct I don't think, I think it would be for his courage and at least in far as her and her baby are concerned. Like, he really perks up to step in when they're in trouble. Generally, other than that, he's not too courageous, but comedy-wise... I don't know, I mean, his saying, oh, oh my, that was pretty funny, but not probably to her in that moment, so I think... Her oh, when he was, like, when he was spurging uh, <laughs> after our second, yeah. I feel like they cut away just before he was going to pop on off. Uh, well, he did say this one line from the episode, he said, oh, I had him right where I wanted them. Oh, yeah. You know, that was, uh, that's a good dry humor after your face feels that's like... That's true, that was pretty funny. Yeah, give it to and him. that's what got him it's late, no Tyrion, It's no Tyrion-level material, but it was for funny well, for Sam. Terry, they're both smart people, but Terry's more of a, um, I guess, highbrow comedy, while Sam's more about laying down on the ground comedy. So, yeah, yeah Terry's <laughs> the highbrow, highbrow comedy of beating someone with chains. Um, oh, I just saw something else. What if they they set up this bachelorette scenario? It looks like Sam's gonna win the rose order that they get. Then all of a sudden, Jon Snow comes back down from the north. In tow with one of those white walkers, and the guy's like, Oh, Gilly, it's me, your long lost brother. <laughs> She's like, Oh, I like to keep it in the family. <laughs> Sorry, Sam. That's, that would be, um, yeah, that would be some, uh, good, that'd be quite a twist. Good conversation, game. yeah. You know, apparently there's been a lot of news, uh, recently about gyms and low price, you know, affairs. Do you think that Sam should join a Planet Fitness? Um, and get his uh, weight down, and and basically at this point, what's the point, really? I mean, you, oh, you do that to the get bumps. the girl, to get the girl, and uh, he's already done, did it. Yeah, but she keeps on telling him, Sam, chill out, man. You're not this guy. Stop trying to be this guy. Maybe he gets so stubborn, he wa- he keeps on getting his ass kicked about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, is he going to get laid every time? Maybe, but in the long run, I think if he takes some more weight off, he might not be able to take all these vicious punches and beatings. So, oh, it like, might, it might like not Homer be Simpson. Uber. Boxer situation. Yeah, yeah, so I don't know. All right. All right. Um, well, we talked enough about Sam, I think. Yeah. Shall we talk about our girl, QOT, Queen of Thorns? What'd she get up to in this up? Oh, she has a weird name. That's what she was told. Olena. Lady Olena. Yeah, someone told her off that her name sucks. When did I? I must have missed this part. Not her name sucks. Uh, he went looking for the High Maester. Uh, high, uh, high Sparrow. High, high Septon, whatever. High Septon, right. And then she was basically just like almost as if treating that name as like garbage and rubbish. It's Tyrell name. Yeah, and she was like, she was like, what is it, High Sparrow? Oh, or, okay, then yeah. her nickname, yeah, right, right. And then she was, and they're like talking about their old people elements. So more old people on the show here. Mm-hmm. Big episode for old old actors, old character actors, frankly. Yeah, Got a lot of work in. They're getting them checks as well. Yeah. Um, Do you think uh, Tywin's going to come back in the flashback and get some work too? Yeah, maybe. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't put it, you know, good on Charles Dance if he can swing that maybe, type of thing. Maybe both, both him and, well, Ned Stark is not that old, but, I mean, he might be old now with Dead Soul, mm-hmm. you know? Hey, I don't know. I think uh, Tywin already got enough screen time. I want his bro, his little bro, Uncle Kevin, back in the picture. He's still <laughs> alive, after all. Kevin's an old guy, too. Let's get him some Do you more think room. someone will scream, kind of like Kevin's mom from along with Kevin? Like, okay. Then, I think that's the way he should enter enter after someone screams. Or Raven makes I got a, I have a feeling Uncle Kevin's mom slash Tywin's mom is not around anymore. But if she is, she's the oldest in the world. 
<laughs> now that Amon. Is- so before you go into this, uh, I thought this scene was great because I thought this is the most sexually charged conversation between <laughs> two characters. The whole episode. Oh my! They were really getting into it. They were like uh, well, digging left and right. I thought something when they showed nudity in the beginning. I thought this was this where was we going to go down. What if it was like at first you um you when she comes in the septum is. You can only see his head like he's down doing something. <laughs> or if he came out of that thing and he was just wearing no pants, like, <laughs> top on it. Oh, <laughs> and, just and then she just drops a rope. Because she's running out of options to convince him, so... Yeah, her husband's dead, right? So she can yeah, do it. she can go with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, but so... She tries to um, get her typical zings in at him, but it doesn't really work on this guy, right? Nope. Even though she had some pretty good ones, but it doesn't matter. It's like throwing him into the ocean. Like, he's like a true believer, I think. Yeah. And he said, oh, she threatens to stop the food train from coming. But he's like, what? Do you go out in the, the, the fields and sow the wheat or whatever? Was that you do that? Nope. We're the people. We can do it. This guy's a man of the people. 99%. And uh, he, he basically exit, drops Mike by saying, uh, when the many stop fearing the few, mm-hmm. Mike drop out. Just tailed it off. Yeah, he actually good, good exit. This was probably he probably went to go pleasure himself just because yeah. there was a lot of sexual chemistry. I there. mean, no one was. Um, we haven't got to his main scene yet, the high septum, but uh, just overall in this episode, he did anyone have more put up more W's in this app than uh, than high septum, high sparrow? Uh, Dubs? Nah, he he racked up a lot. He was on fire. He was like Steph Curry with the pot. You I was know? gonna say he's literally Dubs, the Warriors. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, but but luckily, no, don't despair, Lady Olena, because following that um, that beating, uh, she gets a text from Littlefinger. <laughs> uh, Actually, I think it was a, uh, a emoji mainly. Yeah. Well, <laughs> emojis are in text. Is the bird emoji? Uh, we'll get to that in a second. But I kind of want to go in order from the rest of the episode at this point. Okay, just gonna make sense. So now we cut to Tommen. He's not, he's not pleased that he's the king, but he can't do shit. He's like, I want to start wars, or I'll do something. And then Cersei's like, nah. Nah. She's, nah, she's like, like don't, don't solve it yourself. Don't, uh, don't go down to that level. I got you. I'll, t- I'll take care of this. She no, says, okay. you're all that matters, you and your sister. And we cut to the sister, almost. Um, it's Jamie in, in Dorne. Mm-hmm. He's got a pretty nice apartment cell going on here. I mean, this thing is, this is he has like a... One of those couches where you can like lay down, <laughs> fainting couch, whatever. He's got a nice window. Well, he's the father of the, the queen. Of <laughs> oh, yes, yeah, the uncle. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but but we see that where the rest of the people are in the cells, they don't have as nice of accommodations. Oh, some people, well, some good something got better there. views over there. Yeah. Actually, basically, it goes well. Sans is kind of in a cell, like we said, even though it's a room, so that's pretty bad. But starting with Jamie, the cells get start pretty plush. And go down from there the rest of the episode, as mm-hmm. we'll see. Um, yep. But this one's pretty nice. Um, Marcella comes in, basically typical, like, teenage daughter type type scene here. Yeah, yeah. Dad is told. I don't get it. Why do you have to be so mean? Let me have fun. Why can't I hang out with my friends? They get to do everything, and now you just tell me that I yeah. can't do anything? Mm-hmm. What the hell, Dad? I mean, Uncle? I mean, Dad? I mean, Now, do, do you think she knows in her heart that it's really her dad? No, her kids are too dumb. Especially then. Especially I don't think Tommen, because Tommen's pretty dumb, but something about the scene, I don't know if I was reading into it too much, or the performance by the actress, but I just felt like she kind of knows that it might be her dad, just the way she talks to him and everything. Like, you don't know me, whatever. Well, also, I don't think she really got any chance to really know her 
her other dad, you know, the King of Marathi, because no. they sent Well, the she's been away from her family for, like, what, like, probably right. two years at this point in general. Right. But, but they were both around her. Both her fathers were around at the, the beginning of, in, like, the first episode we see her with them. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I don't know. Well, so we go down to a slightly less uh, good cell, mm-hmm. where we've got, who do we got down in this, in this one? we got Sobrani, Paper Tell, hanging out. Just chilling. What's sitting. he soaking up down here? He's uh, he's talking about banging the orange woman, and he's and, finished uh, that song that he was singing last episode. Yeah, he's he's capitalizing it. He gets a clap. He gets a clap from uh, appreciation. The snakes. The snakes. Yeah. And, from the uh, one of them at least. Well, uh, the I would say the, the young, one. the young, the young one, the youngest yeah, one. The prettier one. I don't know her name. She looks like her name is Tyene Sand. She has a she has a Natalie Portman. Kind of uh, look there from closer, a little short hair. Action. Yeah, she's got the pixie haircut. Um, what else she got? Apparently, she has female parts that she likes showing off every now and then. So apparently, she probably does it a lot because her other sisters are back rolling their eyes pretty hard. Because like, oh, uh, we've seen this again. But uh, Bron got the show for the first time, and uh, what did she tell him about what was on that old knife she cut? Him with? Oh, it was. Uh, it was infected with uh, some uh, poison disease that if it hits the bloodstream, it can cause you to die, right? Mm-hmm. And she got it, his blood up quick with that show, mm-hmm. but then she gives him the, the antidote. What do you think she did that for? Mainly because she wants to have babies with him. She wants Sir Bronnie to soak something else up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, could that be the only reason, just because she thinks he's cute or whatever? Like, no, I think maybe she might, she's thinking she might need... They're helped to escape this because they're in deep shit right That's now. kind of what I might be thinking. Yeah. Because, like, why wouldn't she just let him die? Well, one thing, maybe she just doesn't want him to die right there, and then their uncle will know she, they did that, too. That's They're already in trouble. Maybe mm-hmm. it's just that. But they know, they sussed out that he's, like, a sellsword type of guy. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're going to try to win him over to their cause. Mm-hmm. And they got some things old Jamie doesn't have like to, movies. Uh, to win him over. Yeah. Yeah. And antidotes. Antidotes and movies. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe that that was like she'll be like in the next episode. Oh, that that antidote only lasted for that only lasts today. I have more antidote, but you have to do this, or maybe it'll be like that. I don't know. Well, this is the first time in a while that a woman has used her, her sexuality in a in a power sequence. Really, I suppose mainly um, a lot of times we see uh, you know that was recommended. Mar- well, Marjorie d- did it, uh, or at least tried it, a couple toward the beginning. Of the well, season. not to like a. A trained warrior or anything like that. Well, that's true. You know, like I would not call Tom an, a trained warrior. <laughs> no, but like you would think this would happen more often, right? Um, well, and especially well, they're different down in Zorn a little bit. They're more um, more open about this sort of thing. I think the only time that this is gonna, the next time this is gonna play out as a prediction is when maybe Sansa does something like this, uh, mm. pulls some tricks with her sexuality. I don't know. Well. As, as uh, Littlefinger recommended to do. So. That's true, but he didn't seem informed. But what he is informed about is a way to get back at Cersei that he tells Queen of Thorns. And uh, first, I want to just point this line out she had that I thought was pretty good. Mm. She says, you've always been very impressed with yourself, haven't you? Mm. He does not really trouble to deny it. No. But he says, I have a gift for you. This is the titular gift of the episode. There's a couple of gifts in this episode. He's always, he's always giving gifts. And what was it? It was a, a young man. I don't know. I mean, she, she was kind of aroused from that conversation with the old guys. Maybe she's really sleeping around with young men. But that's what I figured. I guess he works at a brothel. <laughs> but it wasn't... 
<laughs> and I was waiting for that cute music of some young guy coming in and uh, seducing her. Well, it seems like it was Lancel Lannister, because mm. that's how they get Cersei. Well, yeah. well, here's what I was unclear on. I figured the, that he told the High Sparrow everything already. Like, why would he need a Leonard Littlefinger to make him tell... Like, it seemed like he was already... Timing, timing is everything, right? So... And... So, yeah, I don't know. It's easier for uh, Littlefinger to think, okay, the people that are in power right now, that are more in power or have more motivation to, to capitalize, it's like chess moves. You don't always just move your bishop or move your rook whenever you want. You do it in sequences and predictions, right? Mm-hmm. So she'd rather have Cersei uh, have that advantage in the beginning, thinking everything's okay, and then have this okay. trump card. No, I do understand that. That's what I thought as well. But yeah. what I'm saying is what did Littlefinger... And, and Tyrell actually have to do with it. Like, if he knew this already, why... When he's saying, I have a gift for you, this young man, or whatever, right. if it means Lancel, what is he actually doing? Well, that means Cersei... That Cersei's gone from the picture. All the powers gone. No, I, I, I... I'm not arguing about that. I'm just saying what... I, not what happened, but what, what did Littlefinger actually do, if anything, to make the High Sparrow aware of what Lancel had to say, or make Lancel go tell him? It, it seems like he already... They already probably would have had that conversation. Yeah, I mean, didn't he say that though? Didn't the high sparrow say this guy came to us? Well, yeah, he did say that too. That's why I'm just confused about what Littlefinger is saying. I have a gift for you, or is it just like I know this is going to happen already? Yeah, no, it was basically foretelling something that was going to happen. But um, by gaining the trust, by the high sparrow had to play it the same way. Like he had to gain the trust of Cersei, thinking right, right, I got that, right, for it to actually Um, happen. I I understand that part. Well, all right, let's just let's just finish it out. Then I have a couple questions. Um, Cersei goes in to gloat to, to Marge in prison. How do you think Marge was looking? In so now we're on the third type of cell. This is probably the worst one yet that we've yeah. seen. No, she's looking not good. good accommodations. She's looking good. She was uh, she's all natural, very organic. I thought she was still hot, but uh, yeah. Cersei tries to give her some soup. She tosses that out, and she basically lets go. Marge lets go of any pretense of being a lady or whatever, trying to play nice with her or. You know, she's just like, get out, you hateful bitch. Mm. Mm. Cersei says, sleep well, sister. Yeah, uh, she said, I don't want to see your face again. And Cersei was trying to be sympathetic, you know. Yeah, trying, yeah. She was like, listen, like, I hope that's not the case. You know, we're family. I gotta come back here and check on you. Yeah. But she wasn't having that, right? No, she was not. And uh, then what happened? Then, uh, she had... Uh, High Sparrow comes back to talk. Well, she went to go talk to the High Sparrow. Right, but I assume he called her and he, she didn't just come to shoot the shed. And she, Sparrow must I have she, I thought she was just like, hey, what's going on? I'm, I'm down here. Well, she, okay, she was talking to him because she told Tom and she would see what's going on. Yeah, she had to make two, she had and two then errors she, to run, right? So. And then she's like, oh, there's accommodations for Marjorie looks fine to me. <laughs> Keep doing what you're doing. It's like, yeah, you're doing a good Oh, work. you think so, huh? Okay. <laughs> You think that would be... You think if you were in a cell, I'd say, you would like those combinations for yourself? Yeah. Sure, yeah, that's a good idea. was asking, hey, if you're a trip advisor, how would you rate that uh, cell? That cell. Yeah. And, Where's advisor? And she said she said five out of five stars. So I was like, oh, great. So She doesn't think things through, and she's only concerned with petty sort of revenge or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, people stakes on heads always or... Yeah. And Killing, making that wolf die at the yeah. first, second episode, whatever. Yeah. But so she basically gets hoisted on her own petard. Mm-hmm. To, from a boy that got crushed, his feelings crushed. 
by uh, a woman that was his cousin. Mm-hmm. And well, she still is. Huh? Well, yeah, I know, but like he released his name, he's a brother now, all that stuff. Now, so it seems like they're just getting her on. Well, so the High Septon says all this and that, and he says, strip down the gold and this is what remains, blah, blah, blah. What will we see when we strip down your finery, I think is the word he uses. And then she finally like gets what's going on. You see a little guy on her face. I think um, Lena Headey, the actress, great in this episode. Like, yeah, this all her facial reactions usually. Are this really is something good. you called in our couple. Did I? Yeah, you mentioned this. You said that you think it's going to come around and bite her in the ass. Oh well, yeah. I mean, um, and you were right. This prediction yeah. was. Spot I mean, they're, they're pretty. You didn't see it coming either. I mean, I, mean, I did, but like it, to see it play out, I guess. So quickly, uh, only also because it was pretty quick. I'll give you that. Also um, because we have a couple of three episodes, episodes left. left. Yeah, so something uh, other stuff's gonna happen. Did you think that uh, she got what she deserves? I guess. Well, I mean, she's only stayed there one night, so we're gonna find out. Well, also, so the, the high Septon says something like, "She's asking still about the Tyrells. What'll happen to them?" He says something like, "If they admit to what they did, confess." They'll have the mother's mercy. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Oh, it depends on the situation. Depends how contrite they are. Mm-hmm. So Lancel obviously did some bad things, but he's clearly very contrite about it. Right. Now it's like his right-hand man. Um, but can you actually see Cersei being contrite about anything? Or, or admitting to what she did? Uh, no. no she's, not, she's not able to, uh, what is it called, tell the truth, really? She's not. She admits to things, yeah. Yeah, she's too stubborn for that. So she's going to be... Being taken care of during this trial, and I, what I think is what Littlefinger's is scheming is, you know, maybe uh, brother has to do time for being gay for a little bit, and then, then you know, the Queen Marjorie will be back out there in no time. Yeah. And no. So they got they got Loras for homosexuality or whatever mm-hmm. buggery, Marjorie for lying under oath. What do they have Cersei on for everything? Well, <laughs> that's what I'm asking. I don't think they have her for everything because it doesn't behoove Tyrell. To get her on the in, on the incest charges with Jamie, even if they could prove it, which I, maybe they can, maybe they yeah. can't. Right. But that makes Marjorie not queen then. She's married to a bastard pretender. Right. You don't want to. So I think they just have Cersei on. I'll get up with her cousin. Adultery with her cousin and plotting to kill King Robert, mm-hmm. which she did with Lancel. So that's probably what her charges are. Probably. Should be more than enough to put her away, but we'll see how it. How, what do you think, end of the season? Three episodes left. How does this Cersei slash Tyrell storyline play out? Yeah, you, I mean, you make a prediction. Yeah, I mean, uh, Cersei slash Tyrell, who's going to... Neither of them will or have... the whole thing, what's going to happen? I think neither of them will have power by the end of the... Also, who's advising young Tommen at this point? Um, like, next episode, who's going to... He has a cat, right? Yeah, it's Sir Pounds. It's Sir Pounds. <laughs> Should be as a... He's, he's, Sir Pounds isn't showing up this season. I think he... Tommen is so dumb he cast away his most loyal advisor. No, I don't think he so. pulled he pulled a Danny and got rid of him. I mean he was he's getting he's getting more petting done from a woman than he was so now he needs some more affection, lonely time. Yeah, better bring the cat back. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah. what do you think Granny Tyrell is gonna try to like talk in his ear and get get him on the Tyrell side purely or something? No, I, I think he's too dumb to even Is he gonna call for Uncle Kevin to come? I think back? Uncle Kevin definitely will show up. Hey, yeah. Uncle, what's up? Uh I, I think things are kinda fucked up over yeah. here. <laughs> My mom's in jail, your son is a, a crazy guy, he carves something in his forehead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So and I'm not getting any pussy, Tammy. <laughs> Uncle <laughs> Kevin, help me. The only pussy I'm getting is Mr. Mr. Pounds right now, and that's not good enough. So, um, 
Or is Littlefinger going to try to mix it off there? Or is he just going to leave back to Winterfell? What, he's not going to leave anytime soon. I think he'll leave definitely um, uh, maybe around the time the big battle will happen. But is he going to redo... Is he going to pull in a decorator for his ruined brothel and get that thing going again? <laughs> or is that a sunk cost at this point? No, he's definitely got to fix up the place a little bit. It looks really <laughs> he's got to flip this thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, But mainly, he's going to make sure all all of his pieces are in play before he leaves and sees everything through that the, whatever plan he has uh, with these two uh, or three, two families being affected by the, the high pharaoh that, that they come to tuition. So. One, one more wild card I just thought of. What about our boy Kyburn? That's like Cersei's only friend, basically. Kyburn's going to break out the... Is the, he going to break out the mountain, the, the new improved mountain to bust her out of jail? Is, he gonna, is, is like the next episode going to be... Uh, Cersei, like, shivering in the corner, like Marjorie was, and then all of a sudden, Mountain comes in like the Kool-Aid man through the <laughs> Oh, yeah! <laughs> and Kyburn's on his back. <laughs> that would be great. That would be awesome. But the thing is, isn't it... So it's controlled by... All that area is controlled by nuns and... and yeah, there were some beefy nuns that tossed her in the old south. Yeah, they all look like WWF wrestling. And she was like, look at my face, how... I'll kill you. It's the last thing you'll see. I couldn't All tell, right, bitch. I couldn't tell if it was a woman or a man for a second. That was a woman. But then I realized it was a woman. It was a Brienne-style uh, girl. Okay. Yeah, she's <laughs> the Septa of Tar. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, well, uh, what would you rate this episode? How would you like it overall? I mean, uh, fans were definitely waiting for some kind of uh, vindication from one of the evil parties, right? Mm-hmm. They so would think we got that here. We'll they got a little bit from, from Ramsey's Ramsey. still running wild. Ramsey... Playing wild, yeah. Chef, the chef is still playing. Yeah, um, he and he's also uh, he's just at his desk with that schedule. I got, <laughs> I got the, I got my nightly rape. All right, my two. O'clock. I gotta push that playing. Oh, yeah, it's the worst. He's got. Oh, I have to go to a baby shower on Saturday. And then Damn I, it. and then I have to belittle <laughs> Reek about his not having a penis for about fifteen minutes here. <sighs> See if I can squeeze that in. No, fifteen's not enough. I need twenty for that. The baby shower I'll have to. I'll, I'll show up fashionably late to that. Yeah, and uh, I mean, I just wonder if when, when, and if uh, some something happens to the Boltons, will it be internal or will will it be from an outside party? What do you think? Internal meaning within the, they themselves. Who's there, right? Or is this Sansa and recount is internal to the Boltons? Yes, yeah. whoever's in, the, in, the in Winterfell, right? Brand counter, she's Brand outside. Counts so. as well. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It's hard to see. I mean, what's going to go on with Stannis? Are they going to? Is his whole thing going to be lost before they even get there based on not wanting to burn Shireen or mm-hmm. or maybe maybe he won't do it and Melisandre gets mad and leaves or something. I mean, they, they might not even get there the winter storm, so I don't know. I really don't know. The, the problem is... Internal at this point, I guess I would say, because of these concerns about Stannis. Right, so you think you think all this build-up, all this sexual frustration of battle will not will just not happen based on Stannis's resources being like they are right now. Uh, here's what I think. My boy Jon Snow, he's going to go fuck shit up in hard home. Mm-hmm. Going to get Har- all these wildlings. Says- That's where he's going. <laughs> he's going he's gonna to be like, White Walkers, please, I'll take you back for Gilly. Drop that off with Gilly. Sorry, Sam. Mm-hmm. And then bring his wildlings down. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's going to be like, Wildlings, dig, dig my boys out of the snow here. Mm-hmm. Shireen, grab her. She's not getting burned. Red Witch, you stay in the snow. You're buried. Mm-hmm. Same with you, Stannis' wife. And then he's going to go all the way down into Winterfell. Be like, Roose Bond, please. 
Ghost, eat Roos Bolton. Ghost is going to eat Roos. <laughs> and then he's going to pull, uh, grab um, uh, Ramsey and Reek. <laughs> he's going to save Sans, obviously. <laughs> and and then he's going to put Reek and Ramsey in like a, a ring and have them fight it out to the death. He'll probably have to give Reek some upgraded weapons to make it a fair fight. I think so. Um, yeah. Reek might just kill himself, but... Yeah. Whoever loses then will also get eaten by ghosts. Well, and a happy ending forever. Well, what do you think about that? My boy Jon Snow. I think I think the predictions everything ex- everything's accurate except Reek's gonna be the last man standing. And, <laughs> and, and when John won't kill Reek then? No, John will die from frostbite. <laughs> and he'll just be Not my boy. Well he might because he's considering he never wears a hat or a hood or anything. He's got his beautiful locks flung in the wind all the time. Yeah, yeah. Put, he, put a hat on him. He doesn't have any redhead by his side getting him warm, so in in some tunnels and caves and shit, so Oh. Well maybe he'll <laughs> he's got one White Walker boy for Gilly. Maybe he has a White Walker girl. He's gonna toss a red wig at her. <laughs> <laughs> really, this is my lady. <laughs> oh, I'm Lord Commander. I'm making a rule that we can have ladies. <laughs> and then she'll just be talking. <laughs> <laughs> no, Quiet, you. I told you. I told you. You have to stay back here. <laughs> Do the dishes. I'll be back. Oh, <laughs> uh, that would be good. Uh, as long as they have subtitles for those uh, white walkers, that'll be that'll be great. Yeah. All right. Well, closing sentiment. For the gift, episode uh, seven, season five. Uh, well, I mean, give us Padnam, give us a pithy remark to close on, or should we plug our our no other podcast? Well, actually, there's a good segue. So you know, lately I have some breaking news. I always bring the breaking news on wherever we're at. Right, American Ninja Warrior has employed former, or actually current, uh, Seattle Seahawks punter. John, John Ryan. Ryan. Yeah. yeah, John Ryan. Two first names. Now, of the cast of like the leading male figures, I guess, of each either family or wherever they are, which one would do the best, you think, in American Ninja Warrior? They're not American, so we know that. So that takes away um, part of their one of the three things that they need to be. So they only have two thirds. I feel like I'm going to go, he wasn't in this episode, but I feel like I'm going to have to go Jack and Hagar or no one. Hey Faceless God. man. So you think he's a ninja? He does ninja shit, right? Mm. Remember in the other season, he threw that dart in the guy, the poison dart. He's mm-hmm. doing this and that, killing people. I think yeah, I'll, I'll go jagging. I think if we're talking about all characters, uh, dead or alive, I think Red Viper himself. Would well, be. he's gonna stop and monologue and lose them in the match. <laughs> in American Ninja, he'll just yeah. he'll say say their name. And then, By the way, do you think? Uh, do you think Red Viper is up in heaven or whatever? Is he proud of his daughter uh, with her Ted showing out to Bron? Is this like, is he likes this sort of thing? He's like, yeah, I taught he, my girls well. Yeah, they need to be sexual deviants, man, to get to where they're That's true. Right might, he might be happy about it. What do you think happened to the, the baby mama? Oh, that's true. I didn't see her. I forgot about her. Alaria. Um, I don't know. She's hooking up with the wheelchair guy now, the king? Yeah. Maybe maybe that's why we didn't see, we didn't see him in this episode. Get like they were the only two in the Doran storyline we didn't see because the axe guy we saw bringing in Marcella. So it was only those two. And that's what I might have to assume. <laughs> maybe she's like, I'm in the doghouse. I gotta get out of this somehow. I better switch up my tactics here. I better get get to your level. I really liked you the whole time, Doran. Not over, and that was just to get to you. Yeah, I love a I love a guy who can't get off the wall. <laughs> That'll be an easy way to... Alright, we're d- dragging it out too long. 
So we just mentioned NFL, obviously. Uh, this is going to be out on uh, either Brooklyn Rebound or Mrs. Irrelevant uh, on the post. But yeah, we'll call it uh, Brooklyn. Let's just keep it on Brooklyn Rebound, our basketball podcast. But slash check, comedy out, podcast. Check, out, check out all the podcasts that That's we right. offer. This is Irrelevant. we got some good guests that came by, some good past episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll put a thing in the YouTube right now to see that. And yeah. then we'll be all set. Yeah. And uh, all, what, men, what? all men must pod. Oh, Miss Monday. Valar Padgulas. Padgulas.